0: This episode of Untold Stories is sponsored by PowerSwap. You'll hear more about them later on in this episode. What is up, everyone? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to the show. But this is Untold Stories, and I'm your host, Charlie Schram, And together, we get to dive deep with some of crypto's most influential leaders to truly, truly, truly understand how this movement came to be, where we are right now, where we're going. And what we've been really doing well, if you go back and look at some of the older uh, episodes going from 2019 into 2021, the things we talked about with the people we talked about it with have really, uh, it's, a, it's so truly amazing to see like a year ago, how crazy things have become. But we have a, an opportunity to talk someone today to really understand a project that is trying to do one of the hardest things to do and build a community from ground up. Because if we can understand how they're doing it, what is going on in the whole world of bad bears, I think we can, in a larger way, understand how this whole industry is going to affect the macro world in the next five years. Tony Marchik, Tony, thank you so much for taking the time and coming on on, on Untold Stories today.
1: Thanks, Charlie. It's uh, it's it's absolutely an honor to be here. I, I uh, I've been following your podcast for for months now, and the, uh, the, the quality of, of people that you have you know, on your podcast is, is, is absolutely mind-blowing. And so you know, I'm honored that you invited me to, to jump on and talk about our stuff.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, everyone who's ever come on this show has always ended up being an amazing guest. You don't really know. You don't really see bad episodes because I'm a good podcaster. What can I say? I'm just joking. <laughs> yes, you are. Tony, you're a decade-long serial entrepreneur specializing in product development, software, and the user experience. You've been working on user experience for over 10 years in digital marketing, where you supported daily operations on tons of different software projects. And over the last year or so, you and your team have developed this experimental, this experiment in fixed supply NFT-centric economics called Bad Bears. I've had the opportunity to watch you from the ground up, kind of building this closed loop market, uh, the journey to Beartopia where folks can mint their own bad bears and join this metaverse with one of a kind communities, uh, bear dows, but really like, like a culture. You're creating a new culture for people to join. And I really want to understand that. I want to understand, give us the background of the team and the origins of where it all came from and why you decided to, to pursue this.
1: It's a really interesting story, so just a little just a little bit of background on me. i'm um, uh, I'm always thinking about the user experience. What does the person on the other end of the screen going through? what are they thinking about? And what's their experience with using the thing that I build or my team builds and and is it a you know is it a good experience? Are they having a good time so um, I I consider myself relatively new to crypto. Um, I jumped in about uh, about a year ago, maybe maybe a year and a half ago. Really getting plugged in. I was exposed probably eight years ago, and I it was it was still too early for me at the time. But um,
0: just goes but to show um, you how early we are in this whole crypto world.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think anybody that really dives into crypto receives an education, an education that uh, is. That can oftentimes be very expensive, you know, especially when you jump into uh, decentralized finance into DeFi and you start you know, looking at the projects that are out there, you know, decent projects, you know, shit coins if I can say that. Um, and I received my education over over the course of a couple months. It was pretty expensive, but um, but I learned a lot and it was absolutely worth it. Essentially, what what got me into developing my own stuff is. Is I had a couple bad experiences with uh with a couple launches and that kind of thing. And and I sat down with my friends and my team. I think we were having a beer at a local restaurant here, and we looked at all of our skill sets and what everybody could offer. And we were like, we could do this ourselves, and we could do this so much better than how you know, a ton of other people are doing it.
0: Yeah, of course. And so we
1: fired up, you know, a token last year, and that was and experiment with with our skill set and, you know, know, what we could build.
0: Kind of having fun with it and seeing where it goes.
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, personally, that's what I'm all about. Like, if it's not fun, I really can't do it, you know, and, and experimenting with something new and fresh and different, trying different things than what other people are doing. That's one of the most exciting things for me.
0: I think a lot of people forget that is that what got a lot of people in uh, before even Bitcoin had a value was that it was fun. And you were joining a community of people that wanted to have fun with you, kind of like breaking finance and changing the world. And now you see that in the world of non-fungible tokens and in the metaverse and tokenization is that, hey, you want to have fun, but you also know that what you're doing is, is going to be the future. And it's absolutely changing the world because the Bad Bears community of today is the future DAOs that run cities?
1: Yeah. And just like you said, it's it's it all started as an experiment. You know, Bitcoin started as an experiment. Look where it's at now. You know, it's it's created this entire new industry called crypto, you know, and then NFTs. And so I think I think everybody here is 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 really innovating hard and you know, trying new things and failing and succeeding and that kind of thing. So it's it's fun, you know, it's fun if you're an entrepreneur.
0: Up until now, everything that's happening in the crypto world has just been on this like ERC-20 standard, and it's equivalent on all other blockchains. And you basically, you have the fungible token, one of one billion, but one token doesn't differentiate from another. In the whole ICO world in 2017, 2018, we had the opportunity to experiment with tokens and seeing what you can do and what you can't do with them. And what came out of that was a bunch of different standards, but the new token standard, which is ERC-721, you are operating 100% fully, like bad bears operate on that NFT standard and its equivalents on other blockchains. Uh, Do you think that the 721 standard will be like the de facto for maybe all tokens in the future? And what what kind of like smart contract things can you do that you couldn't do with tokens before? Like you had... You were showing me a serum before now you can drop serums on top of bad bears to produce bad cubs and things like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I love when people ask me to explain what NFTs are and I explain from my perspective and they still don't get it because it's, it's, it's so different and it's so complex, you know, it's like, imagine, imagine you owned a Picasso and, you know, but that Picasso didn't just hang on your wall, that Picasso, uh, you know, gave you access to, to a community or, or it, uh, it, it allowed you to vote on, on specific initiatives or generate a passive yield for you. The idea that you can actually code functionality into art or into, uh, this thing that you own is, is, is absolutely insane.
0: You said something very, very big there. You said, imagine if you owned a Picasso and you can join a community for initiatives. That hits the nail right. That hits the hammer right on the head of the nail because right there, that is what is so important about the NFT community. I used a similar analogy to explain, you know, we're, we're used to these communities. For decades, we've been using message boards and forums and we've gone to find out the nichiest and weirdest community of online people that do and like the same things as us and we found like we can breathe deep like i used to find it in the gray hat uh uh coding worlds of of a decade ago and and you probably found in whatever world and my friend of mine locally loves ferrari so he's in a big ferrari community for over 10 years and you know you could be part of communities of collectibles you can do but there was no way for you in a decentralized way without a centralized party for those communities to have initiatives together, to grow those communities, to bring other people in, to enhance the quality of life for those communities. It seems like it's such a basic evolution, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's, it's, you know, again, the crazy part is the fact that, I mean, not only can you program functionality into, into this piece, you can continue to build on it and expand on it. You know, imagine this Picasso, uh, you know, you probably wouldn't want the Picasso itself to, to change over time. But let's say you did. Uh, let's say that, uh, uh, you know, the creators decided to um, open up a little digital merch store and you could toss on a pair of glasses, you know, that they, I don't know, they partnered with, uh, with uh, on a Gucci or something to, to design this, ex- you know, this um, an exclusive pair. And you can now attach that to your, you know, to that piece. You know, so it, it it's just crazy what you can really do with it. And I really think that we've really only touched the surface. Like there's there's going to be so much that is going to be developing in, in the NFT space with the functionality behind these pieces that that we really don't know what it's going to look like.
0: So the Bad Bear community has been around now for, for a while since uh, we're getting up to the point of the Bad Bear Mint where... There'll be only 5,555 bad bears. Um, so the community is already, already there and strong. What type of people are joining this community? What do they want out of Bearitopia? And what type of like relationships will they kind of all have with each other? And 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 you know, kind of where do you see this in five months from now, six months from now?
1: The initial draw to bad bears is the art is the art itself. Um, you know, every single piece, every every single bear from the collection of, of the 5,555 is completely unique. And the, the arrangement of the variants, of the fur type, the accessories, the background, uh, the headwear, all this stuff, the bear looks like it has a personality and it has a story.
0: But it's not just, but the art is where it just starts, right? It's not just, about that, those attributes define the future of your Cubs and your journey in this kind of world.
1: Yeah, exactly. So let's see here. So I'm going to, I'm just going to, I don't know if you can really see it with the glare. But so this is, you know, this is, this is one variation. This is the brown bear. Um, it's got the face tats and, and, uh, and the Punisher bear shirt. We reference quite a bit of pop culture,
0: oh, you know, yeah, kind of
1: elements. Be- Look like over here, you've got uh, the Squid Games kind of jacket. Uh, There's 218, there's 01, and there's four five six, which are kind of like the main characters.
0: I minted three, so I'm excited to see I pre-minted three, so I'm excited to see what they look like.
1: That's awesome. We we got a lot of inspiration uh, from fashion as well.
0: Oh, that's like a Gucci jacket type of thing.
1: Exactly. That's a great monologue. Yeah, and also we have some pretty, pretty intense variants as well, Mm. you know. So they're bad bears, so they have to really kind of live up to their name. There's a ton of, of these variants and and every single one that I've seen has been just absolutely just absolutely beautiful. So that's kind of the first thing that draws people in. Um, and and then they they jump on the website and they see, "Oh, this isn't just art. this isn't just a profile picture i could I can attach. This actually has some this actually has some value. And they start to look at at uh, uh, the passive yield that these uh, these bears generate. and with the passive yield, is very interesting because a lot of the things that we're doing with with the token with MSK is very, very different than what other NFT passive yield projects are doing. First and foremost, we launched our token before the NFT. And for the pre-sale round, the pre mint round, we wanted to create um, a bit of a barrier to entry to actually get in. So, Exclusivity, actually, of
0: course, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. And kind of what that does is, yes, it's annoying and it's going to turn off some people. But what it also forces people to do is if there's enough interest, they're going to educate themselves about what they need to do to get in. And so they're going to scour the website, the social media, jump in the discord. And now they're invested. They're personally invested with their time. Now they have this bank of knowledge in their head about this project. And so, so what we require people do, uh, to do to get into pre mint round, into the pre sale, is to hold fifty thousand MSK tokens, which is a it, it's a tiny amount. I think it's maybe like seventy dollars right now or something. Um, and so, and uh, it's been it's been really amazing for the value of the token and the chart. And so, um, other NFT projects don't do that they typically launch their token like well after. So
0: sure. Yeah. That makes sense because we talk a lot on the show about like the path to decentralization and having a healthy decentralized community includes a lot of metrics, uh, in, in traditional like blockchains, you're looking at like transaction count, node count, dispersion. Is it a distributed system or is it a fully decentralized system? We're looking at, uh, uh, is, does he use validators, master nodes. What are the relationships between master nodes? Who gets to? Who is? Are we talk about on the show a lot? Are uh, block generation, are block generation events done at random, or is it a pre-selected kind of like selector, which a lot of blockchains use? So the metrics in the NFT communities are very similar because you need to have people are your nodes essentially. So mm-hmm. people and and the, the super followers, the pre-minters, the ones that are part of the community before there's any value to anything, the ones who create the value, these are like the nodes. This is what this is this is, these are your miners. These is yeah. proof of brain, if you will. Do you think NFTs is how most people will get introduced to crypto nowadays? I really
1: think so, yes. Because tokens, um, like, why do you get into tokens? I mean, like, why do you invest in tokens? It's usually to make money. You know, there, it's not. Um, you know, it's either to make money or to transfer money somewhere. You know, yeah, to it's got a that. very
0: financial relation. Exactly. Always a f- even with software and tokens, there's there's token economics implies like you have to have an economics team in your tech company. You know, dealing with this stuff. You're right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's uh, it's it's financial. Whereas with NFTs it's it's uh, it's it's visual it's it's very stimulating you know and you can also own like something very very unique for yourself you know and yeah to answer your question i do think that nfts are are going to be the gateway into the crypto economy for for the majority of people and it already is it already is i mean you see you know you see like celebrities buying up uh you know like bored apes for example justin bieber just picked one up um you know, the list goes on. You know, Eminem just picked one up. So it's it's. I
0: got a free NFT for uh, going to the Tampa Bucks game last week. I got an email saying, but I don't even know what blockchain it's on or how to redeem it. I think there's a big problem right now because not all NFTs are created on Ethereum. Uh, you have like Solana, Polygon, Terra, so many of these other ones now. Where where you're seeing probably missing a few. Um, so there's a big, definitely a problem with that. And definitely, you know, the user experience needs to get better. I'm sure you agree yeah. because like you guys have chosen Ethereum, which is the largest and the biggest, I think 80% of NFTs are still happening on Ethereum, but that's going to change because of Thoroughput and things like that. Is this something that the, the DAO or the treasury would put forward as an initiative to create more like trust chain compatibility? Or do I, am I like in the tech world too much? Do you, well, the Dow's want to like put bad bears on like, you know, the roof of a stadium. So all the airplanes can, can see it when they fly over or something like that. That's actually a great idea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that, um, I mean, I, I really believe that, um, especially in the, in the NFT world because a big part of the huge spike in gas costs over the last couple of months is because of NFTs because of NFTs because, um, you know, it takes more work to process, um, but the fault actually lies in 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 the developers. The fault lies in the developers because typically, when you go to mint an NFT from a project, it will cost you a minimum of a hundred dollars, 150 dollars in gas to mint. You know, a single one. And what we've done with our contract is it's costing us between 15 to to $25 to mint one. One user actually uh, told us that he was able to mint five at a time for, for $30. That's that, that really is like, like unheard of in the NFT space. And it's like, it's like, like I'm not a professional developer. I mean, I've got a great team, but you know, I really think that developers need to be thinking about the user experience more and, you know, think about how to optimize their contracts and pull out functions they really don't need to, uh, you know, to reduce those gas costs. I'm, that's I'm gonna be to
0: go look. I want to see what I paid. Okay, yeah, I paid. I paid thirty something dollars to mint three of them. Wow, that's unbelievable.
1: Ten dollars, ten dollars a mint is what that oh, turned out to be.
0: So what? How did you do
1: that? To be completely honest, um, I'm not the developer that worked on it. That's my team. Um and, and when I asked them about it, they essentially said that they pulled out um you know a few functions from there that they really didn't need. And that's it. Like it really was not that complicated. They just took the extra step yeah. um, to, to think about the user, you know, on the other end and try to improve that experience for them. And you know, like it was kind of unexpected, you know, for everybody to have gas prices that low, but um, you know, but having this. This kind of, uh, this ethos of thinking about the person on the other end, thinking about the community and the people that will be a part of, of, of what it is that you're building is, is, is what created that for us.
0: Sorry to interrupt your regular scheduled programming, but I wanted to tell you guys that if you're using PancakeSwap, Uniswap, DYDX, SushiSwap, you're doing it wrong. You need to be using PowerSwap because PowerSwap is a user interface, a decentralized smart contract platform that sits on top of all of these. And when you go to Paraswap or untoldstories.link forward slash Paraswap, because they're refunding your gas. If you go there, then you'll be able to, on top of Ethereum, Binance Smart Chain and Polygon, look for the best prices for your tokens and swap and do everything in one predefined transaction on chain, instead of having to do the approval to this token, to that token, to do all these different things, Paraswap does it all for you, it's decentralized, they just released their API version 5 that you can see everything, it's all open source, very cool stuff, untoldstories.link forward slash Paraswap, if you're using any of the other decentralized protocols, you're doing it wrong, because you need to be using the routing, beautiful Paraswap routing system, and it's fully decentralized too. It's gorgeous. Talk to you guys soon. What does this community look like to you now, and do you have any advice for people that are building their own? like what challenges have you faced?
1: I would definitely say the biggest thing that 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 you can do. you know this is this is I feel like this is very obvious, but yeah. take care of your people. you know, be plugged in. you know, talk to them. be real. And every single night, we're doing AMAs we're talking to to our community. And they love to see the person you know, on the other end. And every single one of us founders is, is completely doxxed, you know, our, you know, our pictures, you know, our real <laughs> names, you know, our bios, our social media is on, on the website, on discord, everybody knows who we are and that really brings you know, like a nice human element to it. So um, it's uh, the community that we have is, is absolutely in love with everything that we're doing and we also involve them in the decision making process. We call it the Bad DAO. And bad DAO. Currently, it's a yeah, it's a it's a voting system. And we uh, like two days ago we presented the the option to our DAO of partially revealing the bears that they hold, partially revealing it because everybody was just just very excited to see their bears. You know, because the minting process is we mint out. And it's a pre-reveal image on OpenSea until we went out and then we revealed. But I could sense that people were like, like just, just I'm no. getting angsty. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. So I was like, okay. I like that. To so we created a vote or we kind of outlined the options and created a thread within that. And people just discussed the pros and cons of, of, of whether or not to reveal. And, um, and, and people initially wanted to reveal, but then they changed their vote to no. And that was just just a, an absolutely mind-blowing experience for me to, you know, to, to see the community discuss the project and make a decision like this together, you know, kind of like unanimously. Um, and that's kind of the power of the DAO. And currently, it's, it's in our Discord, in our community, but we're going to build out dow on our app as well on our dashboard that um essentially the the number of bears that you hold that's how many votes you have and so you've got this this uh this uh, basically this this like city called Beartopia, which is what we call it um and there's 5555 citizens in there and each one has a vote in the direction of what to explore and what to build you know in Beartopia. and and i think Letting your community feel like they're a- actually a critical part of building this is one of the most rewarding things for them.
0: they Bear-topia.
1: 5,000. Bear-topia, yeah. I guess
0: that's so I'm trying to figure out what happens if you become a victim of your own success, whereas like the DAO and Bear Topia, like kind of like moves away from you and the team because mm-hmm. as it becomes more successful, the holders in the DAO may want to take their own directions, or or like it'll play out the way that things play out. That's the way humans in the world works, and there's going to be like decentralization. Is that you know you have this roadmap and and your thoughts? What would be the relationship there? I mean, you guys are all holding bad bear, so of course you have a say in that, and I guess that's the relationship there. But isn't it fun to kind of sit and think about if that would happen? Like it would almost be something that you'd be. Happy about because you would like they almost the community graduates from you.
1: That's I think one of the most appealing things about the DAO is you know so our team the founders the team the moderators uh, designers developers it's a group of about twenty to twenty five of us um, and mm-hmm. combined you know we're a powerhouse. But now imagine that we have five thousand other people that uh, are are educated about the uh, this project the roadmap. And, um, and probably know more than we do in some areas, you know, and they're probably more articulate, you know, and that kind of thing. And now you've got this brain of, you know, 5,000 individuals discussing what to do. And like what that does for us as, as, as the team is it actually really, really takes the load off of us because, uh, because there's a lot of back and forth that has to happen before making a big decision. Uh, but if you let the community kind of take care of that, you know, you know, and they really want to, it, it takes the load off of us. And also it brings fresh perspectives to, to the table.
0: I love fresh perspectives. Do you, um, do you think that, that the, uh, the bad bear community, uh, is going to be like, I guess I'm trying to think in my head. where this will be in six months from now, in a year from now. Um Beartopia and the whole the whole world of bad bears. I mean what's what's your vision for that?
1: Sure. Yeah. So I can I can paint you a picture. So Bad Bears public mint is on Thursday. And uh a few weeks after that, we're going to release our our first drop from Bear Labs. And Bear Labs is our kind of like innovation factory that we um, create like serums and you know, viruses can escape out of there, you know, crazy tech that you can apply to your bear. And only bears can purchase stuff from Bear Labs with the MSK token. So, um, so the bad cubs are going to be sort of like a sidekick to the bad bear. And they're going to have well, this multiplier effect on the amount of MSK that it generates. And that's the first kind of add-on utility that we're going to be releasing. Um, and over the next six months, we plan to release a total of three to five different drops like this that you can apply to your bear that will have different functionality. Now, so the multiplier with the bad cubs is one. Um, we're going to cr- uh, create metaverse ready versions of your bear that will take the, the, the trades that you have and turn it into that 3D version that you can plug into into Decentraland or, or uh, you know.
0: That's you know, so cool. Or just sandbox,
1: um, and so we're really building out this kind of digital um, world, this digital environment where your bad bear is is kind of the locus of power, and and uh, an MSK token is the exchange of value to to get more out of out of this world. Yeah. And so uh, uh, we're looking at. Uh, I mean, honestly. The goal here is, it, is to make it fun and exciting for the community. And so, like, we're looking at at uh, potentially partnering with A-list artists and fashion designers to create different accessories and, you know, and, like, bodywear, you know, I mean like, headwear that you can apply to your bear. And it's going to be limited runs. You know, you purchase it in MSK. And you can apply it to your bear to the nft itself you know make it change you know so uh it's that's that's kind of the the vision over the next six months also we want to expand into the irl the real life versions of of you know of the bad bears and that includes uh, stuff like parties oh um, yeah different different merch that that you can only buy if you have a bad bear,
0: like and unique also, bear merch, like I can put my bear, like as like get a, this is my that's yeah. the beautiful that's my bear. So it's like I'm signifying that I'm part of a unique community. This is mine, but I'm part of this bad bear community.
1: Exactly, yeah. So so it's uh it's it'll be stuff like the particular bear that you own. Um, there are going to be different, I don't know caps, like sweaters and shirts that only you can purchase you know don't you know it'll have your bear on there you know over here or something like that but only That's you so can cool. purchase it because yeah because you own that bear and that kind of plays into like commercial rights and like ownership of you know of these bears you know so if you you know if you own it you could do whatever the hell you want with it you know kind of like a board aid with a board aid if you How wanted to you could set that? it as your company logo yeah and uh you know
0: like your are bad Your bad bear could become your company logo. That's the whole point. Like, there's no need for company logos or the bad bear becomes your family's insignia. And it's like now (laughs) you own the commercial rights to it. I mean, you talk about Gucci and things like that. You can make relationships with that wear for a very limited amount of time. you, You pay MSK and you can have a Gucci, you know, jacket made with your unique bad bear on it. I mean, that's a one of one, but what happens is that becomes valuable to your NFT now, because now there's a jacket that exists for my bad bear with the unique made by Gucci. So if I would ever sell that bad bear, that could create the value to it too. You see how this kind of cycles through and it creates, like it's the online communities of tomorrow I could type this as the name of the show. If we wanted to, it's so unique.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's, it, it's a, uh... I mean, what's happening with with the metaverse and with NFTs is, is people are embodying these digital identities um, and 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 representing themselves as that in the online world. And why are they doing that? Because I mean, I mean, IRL is is great. You know, it's awesome. You know, there's a lot of cool stuff you can do here, but it's not very scalable. You know, especially when it comes to your uh, to your you know to your identity. You know, whereas in the metaverse with NFTs you can really represent yourself in a way that is impossible in IRL right you like, can
0: scale your identity what's that you can scale your identity
1: exactly yeah it's visually stimulating you know it's mentally stimulating and it, and it's interesting there's just just so much more you can do in the metaverse in digital and um you know i think the combination of NFT you know, and the metaverse is is what uh, is is going to be something that people will find themselves kind of being addicted to because it's going to be so much cooler than IRL. Yeah, you know, and it's it's it is a scary future to think of because we don't know what it's going to look like. You know, are people going to be huddled in the corner of their room, you know, with their VR headset and not eating for days? You know, I, I don't want that.
0: Well, competition a, is a good thing. And maybe for for a little bit, that's what it may look like. You kind of see that now at the family dinner table, not at, everyone's on their phones or whatever. And you have to make an initiative to not be, you know, like in the digital world. But maybe that just creates more competition for the IRL world. Haven't you noticed the world has gotten more beautifully or we live in a beautiful place, but the world has gotten more beautiful. Or maybe we're noticing it more. Maybe we're paying attention to it more mind, body, spirit, soul, people care about that stuff. You know, if you ask someone about their spirituality 10 years ago, they look at you like, what, you know, about your mental health. No one can talk about mental health 10 years ago. That was so taboo. Uh, now it's on commercials on TV and on, you know, you see better, better help is doing NFL commercials because that's okay. If you need someone to help you with, with some of the mental challenges you're going through today, that's perfectly fine. So that's the world that we're in and we want to scale our identity. Dude, you hit, the hell, you hit the nail right on the head. Like this is a masterclass on NFTs. If someone wants to understand why this is the future and how it has value. Tony Marchuk, thank you so much for taking the time and coming on Untold Stories. Scaling our identities. I mean, that's what it is. We're our, growing ourselves. We've been locked in this box forever. And now we can get out of that and truly understand and learn who we really are. And how we want to be. I'm very excited to to follow the community and to 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 be part of it myself and my wife and and all of my friends. So thank you so much for coming on Untold Stories today.
1: Absolutely, brother.